What's going on, Sunbelt fans? Welcome to another episode of the Sunbelt Syndicate. Today, we will be previewing the Georgia Southern Eagles in their 2022 campaign. Over the last three seasons, they've had records of 7 and 6 in 2019, 8 and 5 in 2020, and 3 and 9 in 2021. In that time frame, they have one win over a ranked opponent who happened to be big time rival, App State. They have a one-and-one one bowl record. Uh, this year, I think the, offensive can, the offense can thrive. Uh, if the new system that Coach Helton puts in place you know, gets and develops to where the players need to be at that time, uh, and let me explain that a little bit better than how I just stated it, you, you have to have the right players for the right system. Uh, obviously, they ran much what is considered a triple option, a true triple option is it kind of started to get away from that a little bit, but mostly triple option type offense. And now they're going to probably go into some type of spread attack or spread option type of look. And if they can get the players in the right spots, I think that they have the playmakers, they have the athletes to make it work. So if they can get that done, I think the offense is actually going to do just fine this year. I think the offense can struggle if Kyle Vantries isn't the answer at quarterback. He's transferring in from Buffalo where he had a pretty successful career overall, but He's going to be counted on to be a leader and the answer that they need at quarterback. If he's not, that's where I can see them struggling. Uh, I don't know if there's any reason to think he couldn't do it, but it remains to be seen. I'm not sure how much of uh, an elusive mobile quarterback he is. Uh, I don't know if I've seen enough of him to know that, but I think he's got some pretty decent statistics career-wise coming in. So if he can make it work with the wide receivers, um, they should be okay at least. Defense, I think they thrive if the team attacks them vertically. Uh, they've got a really good secondary. I'm probably underrated secondary, especially after a 3-9 and nine season. Probably people think just all around the team's not good. Uh, that's not true here. If you really look at the film and break it down and look at these guys, they're talented. They're fast. Uh, they aren't the biggest. They're not necessarily got the most size, but they've just got the, a really good athletic ability to stay with wide receivers and make you pay in coverage if you're not careful and you get careless with the ball, especially as the quarterback position, or if your wide receivers aren't running sharp routes. Uh, they have the guys back there that can take care of that. So defense could struggle if the linebacking core can't get over the loss of losing three starters. So that's going to be really important. Most of us know the linebacking core is the strength of a lot of the teams because it's almost the quarter. You know, you typically your your uh, top defensive player is more of a quarterback uh, in on the defense, he is one of the linebackers. Uh, and so if they can, if they can't get over the losing those guys and they can't find a, a true leader to lead them defensively, then I think they struggle. Uh, I think they will find at least one of those guys. Um, they've got some guys that played pretty well overall with Robinson, but you know, I, zero starters return. So it's just, We'll have to see where their linebacking core goes from here. It's going to be tough to start with, but again, I think somebody will develop into that role, and they, they will come along as the season goes on. Special teams, they've really just been all over the map the last six years. I'm not really sure what to expect out of them, but come on, they've got to finish better than their 101 ranking from last season, right? They can't continue down that path. They have to improve. You've got to think a new coach with some transfers that he's gotten and systems that he's run and the success that he's had in the past, he's got to improve on that special teams. And I think they will. I don't know where they'll end up, but it can't be, it can't be much lower than where they ended up last season. So I see an improvement coming there. 
So jumping into the schedule, they host Morgan State to start off with, and even after a three and nine season, to me it doesn't matter. They're gonna they're gonna have their way with Morgan State and uh, take that one pretty easily. Then they travel on the road to Nebraska, and that's not an easy trip. Even though Nebraska hasn't been great lately either, I feel that Nebraska will probably just be favored in that one mainly because they're at home and, and Georgia Southern's got to travel such a, a ways to get to them. Uh, Georgia Southern hasn't necessarily traveled the best. Uh, they've had some close games in some of these P5 games they've traveled far to, but this one seems a little bit further and, you know, I don't know. Nebraska, Corn Fed, those guys are huge. Uh, I, I don't know if if they can beat them with the speed. Maybe they've got a chance, but I'm chalking it up for as an L for now. Then they travel down to UAB. I think UAB is just a better program and better football team at this point in time. So I have UAB coming away with a victory over Georgia Southern at that point. I have them rebounding, though, the following week against Ball State. I think Ball State's actually a pretty good MAC team overall. Uh, I don't favor the MAC much as a top conference, but I do think that they have some decent teams towards the top, and I think Ball State's one of them. So getting a win there against Ball State could get the ball rolling because the following week I have them upsetting Coastal Carolina down in Conway, South Carolina. I just think that these two teams uh, match up well, and Southern's given Coastal will run for their money and beaten them over the past few years a couple times. So it's not totally shocking, but when you look at it, you think a 3-9 and nine team after what Coastal kind of season they had last year would be a surprising victory. It might be on paper and might be to sports bettors in Vegas who don't watch these games, but it wouldn't shock me in the least. So I actually have Georgia Southern upsetting Coastal Carolina in that one, but I do have them losing to their utter bitter foe, Georgia State, the following week. I think Georgia State's a, a tougher opponent than they have been in recent past, and I think that they've got a strong team this year, and I think they come away with a victory over the Eagles. Then I have them getting back on track with a W against James Madison. As we've said, James Madison stepping up from the FCS. I think Georgia Southern will be kind of rolling along at that point. They'll have their systems and their guys in place to be making it work and should come away with a, with a W out of that one. Almost the same type of thing with Old Dominion. Even though it's on the road, I just think by then, Helton's going to have it really started figured out. They're going to have their quarterback completely figured out and be running on all cylinders. And so they should come away with a W there against a, a, a kind of rebuilding in their own right, an Old Dominion squad. Then they have an off week before hosting South Alabama at home. I do think South Alabama has more talent than they've had here. Even though they've lost some guys, I, I think they're going to have a pretty good season overall. So I've got South Alabama beating the Eagles there at that one. But then I have the Eagles returning a favor from recently and winning down at Louisiana. So that one might surprise some people, but I have Louisiana down overall this year. I think they lost a lot. The new head coach, we'll see what he can do. But I think, uh, I think the Eagles will be okay in that one and surprise some people with a victory on a weekday game. Weeknight game, I guess I should say. Uh, but I do have them struggling right towards the stretch as they, even if they get through Louisiana, I don't see them getting through the rest of the schedule because that includes hosting Marshall and then Appalachian State to end the season. Uh, as previously mentioned, anything can happen in those App State matchups, but uh, I think by then Marshall and App State might be running on all cylinders too. So I, I do expect them to lose those last two, which would be, bring their overall regular season record to a very respectable six and six i think even some georgia southern fans if they're being honest with themselves would probably be really thrilled with that should get them to a bowl game especially with the possible win over coastal carolina at least as far as i'm looking at it that would be a 
good marked win, even though they only have six of them. Again, that gets you into the bowl conversation. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.